Welcome to the Exodus of Magic podcast. This is episode 15, uh, Fighter Speed Build. Uh, in this episode, friend Dragon is here, and we are going to speed build a 3.5 fighter. Now, the rules of this is he will have 20 minutes to get it built as, as far as he can take it. Uh, I'm going to roll stats, and we're using uh, a vestige that, that his father brought in, which might be his dad's greatest contribution to our D&D group. Which Greater is the, than the party? But yeah, no, this is, this is far more long-lasting. It is the 24d6 method. It's what he had referenced as the ultimate way to get rid of magic dice, where you roll 24d6, remove the lowest six, take the remaining 18, and put them into six groups of three, and those are your stats. Right? They take away the person with the magical 4d6 who has the 18, 18, 16, 18, 17, 18 character. Shadows of Second Edition. Now, with this, he gets to he finds out that he is going to build a fourth level gnomish fighter, which means he gets three books to pick, so that we don't have a library of stuff out in front of him. He has selected the Player's Handbook, Complete uh, he, Warrior, and Races of Stone. So he has he has the book on the gnomes. He has the book uh, for warriors that your dad used to refer refer to as a complete off tank, uh, and then the core Player's Handbook. So we're going to roll, we're going to pick stats, and then he's going to have 20 minutes to build a fighter, a fourth level gnomish fighter. And he's going to talk his way through his selections um, from the opening stats. It's going to make this really interesting, is I'm pretty sure I've never made a gnome character before. So, Alright, so we have cast down 24d6, and he gets to remove the lowest 6. Now, generally, a really good roll is out of the six you take away, you get to remove some threes. Right now, I'm just grouping everything together so that, you know, all the twos are together, the, you know, etc. Like, all the like numbers are together. A lot of twos. Yeah, it looks Not like you're, you're, ooh, you're, you're keeping some twos with this bad boy. But I, I see three sixes, so you've got an 18. Generally speaking, the, the re-roll method when we did this, where if you didn't like the stacks from your 24d6, uh, you could take 18 dice and re-roll those, and what you get is what you get. Um, so five twos and a one are what I'm taking out, leaving me with four twos, three sixes, six fours, three fives, and two threes. All right. Which is... Mm, so here we go. We've got 20 minutes on the clock. I uh, don't get to open the book yet. Yeah. So with with these numbers out, he's in in this twenty minutes. He is going to get. He's going to have to first figure out how does he want to split up his stats, right? With a fighter, then he's got to go into any alternate class whatevers that are coming out of the other books, any feats from the other books, what skills he's going to want to do, and then figure out his equipment. Uh, now twenty minutes might seem like a lot, but until you're actually building a character especially as a fourth level character, as a fighter, that's uh, feats at one, one, two, three, and four. So he's got five feats to pick out to, to decide what his build's gonna be. Are they gonna be racial things? What weapons is he gonna use? Uh, there's quite a lot to figure out. So 20 minutes on the clock, begin. All right, getting to the gnome section because I'm not super familiar with them. Do, do, do. Flipping through the player's handbook. Two to con, minus two to strength, all the small stuff, base feet 20 feet. Gonna start 
Filling that crap in. Unlike dwarves, the 20 feet isn't a no matter what. Whereas dwarves, you could... If a dwarf had the strength to put a train over his head, he's still moving at 20 feet. Uh, Gnomes have the restriction that the heavier their load, the slower they go. So you could have a gnome moving 10 feet around. Uh, Now we're putting down the racial bonuses. What racial bonuses do we have here for a gnome? They get plus two to listen and craft alchemy. They know common and gnomish. And with that roll, uh, with those stats, I'm probably not going to get any bonus languages. It depends how you build, how smart of a fighter you want to be. Though I'm staring down, at least three of those twos are going to turn into a six, and you could have uh, a guy who doesn't know not to lick the flagpole. <laughs> but we'll we'll find out. But so what if it's cold? It's like an ice. It's a big popsicle. Yeah, my tongue is stuck. So Get a few spell-like abilities. That are, like what spell-like abilities? I call this stuff out as your ability. Once per day, speak with animals. And then if I have a charisma score of at least 10, I'll have some other stuff, but I'm not going to have a score of at least 10. Well, I two threes and a four, it's possible. I don't care enough about charisma for a fighter. Depends on what those spell-like abilities. They might be of use to a fighter. Nah. Movement speed goes there. A mighty 20 feet. Right now I'm just trying to get down the racial stuff. So I don't have to keep flitting back to the gnome section. Uh, And then the modifiers. Plus 2 to constitution, minus 2 to strength. And then all the small stuff, which is 1 to armor... Not grapple. Gonna get minus to grapple. Uh, small stuff, which is like plus one to armor class. And other things. There we go. Plus one attack rules. I'll just. Uh, plus one on illusion stuff, which doesn't matter because I'm a fighter. Plus two on saving throws versus illusions, which does matter. Well, it would matter if this fighter saw combat against some magician. A plus one AC versus giant types. And plus one attack on kobolds and goblinoids. Alright. So if you were a ranger, you'd have some favorite enemy targets there. Instead, you get a bunch of feats. Make that plus four AC versus giant types. Sounds, sounds more along the line of dwarves there. It's in the book. Oh, and low light vision. And that should be... Oh, yeah. Plus four on hide. For being small. Yep. All right. Racial stuff done. All right. Perfect. The racial stuff is done. We have 16 minutes left. I'm not super familiar with gnomes, so it's going to take a second. Well, first, 
setting my stats. Uh, hmm. Uh, Ooh. Potentially at eighteen thirteen ten. Twelve. All right. 18, 13, 12, 10, 10, 6. And the 6 goes in charisma. I was waiting for you to be baller and put the 6 in strength to take the penalty <laughs> and go to 4. Uh, well, nah, because I actually want to try it. <laughs> if I was going to, like, because of the minus 2 to strength, the obvious choice seems to be going with a more ranged-focused fighter. But, nah. Going to go something... More melee focused, which is why the 18 is going into strength, which drops it to 16. And then the. 13 and 12 and 10 and 10. So, what's your number two stat? What's your number three stat? Well, 13 is going into cons, that gets bumped to 15. The modifier plus two. Then I got two tens and a twelve. Because the six is in charisma. The twelve is going into Dex. And then Int and Wisdom are ten. So that's the stat set. That's gonna make skill points easy because it's just two per level. Yep. Uh, gonna need a d10 for hit points. For, for the hit points, we're just gonna make it easy. It's 10 at first level, and then just the average rolls the rest of the way. 6, 5, 6. Okay, so... 17, 27... 27 plus your con modifier. So, 8, so... 35? Yep. Section at the top that says hit points. Well, the layout's different from standard character sheet. Because you got the four-page one. Yep. We're doing this in detail. And when it comes to skill points, so gonna have eight to work with. Well, uh, why don't you times uh, times four at first level? So, I am. so so you have eight at first level, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You have fourteen total. Okay. Max ranks of seven in anything. Wait, uh, fourteen? Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen. And that's going to be. Oh, don't have a lot of class skills as a fighter. Like exactly. you get, what, I mean, you have it's like the climb, the jump, the climb, control. craft, handle animal, intimidate. Well, I think jump, ride, swim, and that's it. With the charisma of six, I think intimidate goes out the window. Well, there's strength-based intimidation as a possibility. It's a three foot, four foot tall gnome. With a 16 strength. Mm-hmm. My little dude is yoked. So the question is do you just max out two or do you spread them around? Or do you do do you five ranks in two different ones for potential synergy bonuses? And then you throw like the, the one or two ranks in, or one rank in like four other skills? Or do you just take two where it's like seven and seven? 
Well, here's the thing. Eight of those skill points are going to be going uh, are going to be so I can get four ranks and spot and listen, which really should be class skills for a fighter. Actually, it's like eight skill points. Yep, because the cross class, so you're, you're paid for that. So four, so six. two in each. Okay, so you're spending. Oh, sorry, sorry, eight skill points, not eight skill points each. So yeah, those you get at least two to both of those die rolls. So six left to go. Uh, two in climb. Two in jump. Ah, uh, two in intimidate. Why not? All right. And you're gonna be doing strength-based intimidation. Well, All right. Hopefully, I mean it depends on the situation, but even if uh, even if not, then you know the two skill points are gonna balance out with the two. Uh, All right. Minus two. We got hit points, we got stats, we got skills, we got racial abilities. Just under 11 minutes left. What's next? Filling in like base attack bonus and whatnot, and the saves, they get four on the fort save and then one in the other two. With ability modifiers. No. So my saves are six two one Fort Reflex Will. Putting the Dex modifier. Now it's the matter of choosing what weapon I'm gonna be going with. And I've already chosen. Oh yeah, let me write down how many feats I have, because once that's ran down, I don't have to come back to the fighter section. Uh, one, two, three, then one for first level, one for third level. So yep. that's five feats. One, one, two, three, four. Hmm? This one you get the that's relevant with some of the feats. You get fighter feats at one, two, and four. You get the regular feats at one and three. Right. So five. Yes. And I'm making note that three of them are specifically fighter bonus feats. So don't screw that up. All right. Chapter five. Feats. feats. So here we're going to figure out what kind of fighter are you. Uh, gonna go with exotic weapon proficiency spike chain. Ah, so you're gonna be a gnomish tripper. Yeah, that's the theory. <coughs> Alright. Well, won't be able to take things like improved, uh, there it is. Yeah, don't have the intelligence to go into combat expertise and then the improved, etc, etc. So... One feat for exact weapon proficiency. One for weapon focus. Alright, those are your first level feats. And yep. Then the fourth level feat is gonna end up being weapon spec. Weapon focus gives plus one to the attack. Specialization gives plus two on the damage. And it's actually one of the few feats that are exclusive to fighters. So that's the two first level feats done. The fourth level feat, uh, fourth level bonus feat. So now I need the. Uh, so I have a third level feat and then another fighter bonus feat. Correct. And those are going to be. So if you go the obvious path, fighter four is is almost built to take weapon specialization to add two damage to every attack. Yeah. See if you do that, or if you take it in another direction. with 
the spike chain, you're not using a shield. And you're not yet at a level for... Actually, with your deck, you, I, you might be able to take two weapon fighting, which means you get a hit with each end of the chain. I don't think that's how the spike chain works. Because it's, it's long enough, my understanding, you, you, the way they show it in the book, you potentially could do it. You would be able to trip with both of them, but you could get uh, two swings with it. Mm, it I don't large. think so. Well, don't burn cycles looking for it, then. We have seven it's, minutes left. It's chain spiked, not spiked chain. Oh, Captain. Oh, the. Oh, the humanity. There we go. Reach. They have 10 feet. Reach. Trip stuff. Plus two for disarms. Can you use weapon finesse. Yeah, nothing about being able to use it as like a double weapon or anything like that. Anyway. Gonna go with combat reflexes. Uh, that is the additional attacks of opportunity equal to dexterity modifier. Which isn't a ton. Mm -hmm. Like it's only gonna be one extra attack of opportunity, but hey, never know. If you got range, that it matters. Gonna quick dip into races of stone to see if there's any gnome focus type of th uh, feat that might come in handy. Kind of doubt it. If I can find where they where they put the feats, there we go. Then I'm going to look in the Complete Warrior to see if there's anything that might be handy. If not, then honestly might just take Toughness. Because, you know, it doesn't hurt having more hit points. Do, do, do. Uh, and we speed read through the Gnomish feats with five and a half left on the clock. Mostly just like looking at various things that are like the prerequisites. Uh, oh yeah, speeding through. What? Which of these feats can I actually take? Yeah, that's that's the big thing. At the at the level for which the feat is open, and we're looking at the fourth level feat right now. Uh, no, that was the fourth level feat was weapons back. Okay, so we're looking at combat fight. reflexes. Was the uh, was the Second. third? Uh, well, the other fighter bonus feet. Right now, I'm looking yep. at the level three feet. The level three feet. Level three character. Base attack bonus of three. Fort save three. Will and Nothing worth it in base of stone. Complete warrior. Do, 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 do. Feats. 92. Uh, the complete off tank speeding through prerequisites if you want to be a ranger or a scout or a paladin or a gishy wizard or a rogue who wants to dex tank here are the feats for you and the prestige classes for all of those wonky builds Speed, 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 speed. And now a huh. monkey grip. Why not? Ah, we're going to beef up the size of the spiked chain. 
Back to medium. <laughs> two, yeah, so yes. So here, instead of dropping from 2d4 to 2d3, you go back up to 2d4. And then it's a matter, and now I'm at the buying stuff points. Stuff. You've got three and a half minutes to buy stuff. Yeah, stuff is basically going to be just me getting armor and weapon. And then maybe some other stuff. Uh, what's the maximum you can spend on a single item? Uh, you have 5,400 gold at 4th level, divided by 4. So you have 1,350 you can spend on a single item. So, so can, no no magical weapons or armor? No, you can plus 1 in armor. Because oh, the armor is only 1,000 in, right. in addition. So you get your plus 1 armor and your masterwork weapon. So it's going to be a masterwork spike chain. Masterwork gives another plus 1 on the attack roll. And... 300 at the cost. So that's 325. That's going to be base attack bonus 4 plus 1 for. Well, I'm going to leave that in parentheses just in yep. case I fight something that's small. So 4, weapon focus, masterwork. Plus six on the attack roll. Damage, 2d4. Plus your strength. Yep. Plus your spec. Oh, wait. It's going to be plus four total because of the minus two for monkey grip. Ah, yes. Because you still get a penalty. It's just not as bad a penalty. But, yeah. 2d4 plus strength. So three. Yep. Plus two for weapon spec. Yep. So 2d4 plus five. So that's a minimum of seven damage, which... Damn, bad. This is it's a good smacker. And time secret. And more importantly, 10 feet of reach. Was it 10 or 15? 10. Spike chains are only 10. We yeah. I have a lot of spike chain users in my campaigns. Yeah. Because I'm going to do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. And then, oh. Okay, then also a, you know, actually, yeah, composite. I can might as well get a composite... Uh, bow. Right, so this is like 110, and then it's, I want to say, plus 150 or plus 200 for every strength plus you put on there. Kind of. The way they alphabetize the list of weapons is confusing. You know what? That's an extra. Armor first. One minute to go. So yeah, armor. Plus one enhancement just adds to the... Plus 1,000 to the cost. And it only adds to the armor bonus? Uh, correct. Right. It also reduces the... It increases your max dex, dex by one or reduces the armor penalty by one for every plus. Okay. So... Here's where things get interesting, because if you take medium armor, it slows you down to 10 feet. I believe, depending on the armor, right? If, if it shows a drop-off in speed, something to keep in mind. Well, it drops you to 15 feet. 15. Oh, that's, that's a lot nicer than I'd be. So that works. You then get a, a dumper from 20 to 15. Oh! 20 minutes. So how far did we get here? We have stats. We have the weapon. We have picked out our feats. I didn't get the armor on the sheet. Didn't get the armor on the sheet, but we knew it was going to be a, a plus one, a 
Scale mail. So you get a decent armor class out of that. All right. So let's 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 sit back and and talk, knowing that you're going with a spike chain. And this, like, maybe this is where some of the stats would be rejiggered. Uh, would you have considered at that point rejiggering the stats so you get combat expertise? And then you can go down that trip build. Or was it more important to have the melee range of a spike chain? Well, here's the thing. Like, it wasn't even about the all the trip stuff. Like, that's just kind of a, you know, little bonus. I was going to be going with the spike chain... And then spiked up armor for kind of a, uh, a thematic thing. Not necessarily the most, you know, efficient build, but something that would have some flair, some character to it, you know? Like, they would be the thorn or something because they'd be covered up because it'd be all about spikes and pointy crap. All right, so building building to a flavor where you you have a little guy who... You know, the, being being smaller, he kind of uses to his, his advantage. So that when people try to close with him, he gets his swings, and then when they get close, he just gets to, to poke and stick with everything he's got. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, like, yeah, I'm, you can uh, you can probably out grapple me, but I'm gonna make it hurt because <laughs> I'm covered in spikes. Covered in spikes. Yeah. All right. So what? Like, from this exercise, where you had to sit down, it's like, all right, you have X amount of time to get as far into making a character as possible. Do you feel you learned anything about your character creation or, or fighters and in general from doing this? Or what it's like to take a, a race and build a class that is not normally what that race would do? Well, the thing is, I could have made things a lot easier on myself by... You know, laying strength be a dump stat and then going into like a bow fighter. And I probably could have had that done a lot faster. Like, you know, then it's like the feats, it's, you know, still weapon focus, weapon spec, but then I would have a couple, uh, I would have an extra feat because I wouldn't need the weapon proficiency. Uh, could go into, and then I'd be like point blank shot, you know, then maybe rapid shot or something, you know. Like, I could have made it easier on myself, but I had this idea in my mind of, you know, the thorn. You know, do just spike chain and covered in spikes and all that jazz. So it's figuring out, this is, if I'm going to make a fighter, like if I'm going to make a gnomish fighter, it's what is my theme going to be before I really start rolling with anything. that You, you went with the theme first and then took your stats to fit that theme. Right. And then built in that direction instead of, all right, here's what I have, what can I do with it? Yeah, like the more efficient thing would have been a bow fighter. But I went for something that I thought would be a bit more fun. It is, you know, there is, is there's two types of role-playing involved here. Uh, and it's, it's, even with fighters, it's, it's good to remember the R-O-L-E. Like, I still would have been fine in combat, I'm sure. Like, you know, like, plus four attack bonus, yeah, it could be higher, but... You know, I wanted to have the better damage with a medium-sized spike chain. But minimum 7 damage, I don't think that's too bad. Like, that's no. minimum. Right. Like, that's... if I rolled snake eyes on the D4s. Right, you're, it, what was the, the plus was 5? Yep. With 2D4, like, a two, like your average is going to be a 2 and a 3. So you're, you're averaging 10 damage a hit. Right. Yep. And you're doing that at range with the combat reflexes. So as people move, right, you... I'll probably get two hits in. 
for them to get within melee uh, distance. In theory, two swings around, because it's not just who you're dealing with, it's anybody who's got to come through you. So you, from where you stand, you control a good good radius of, of the area, and you can control where people are coming to and from, say, your cleric or your wizard. Right. So that you, especially at that level, if you're dealing with multiple adversaries, odds are they're not going to be equal level to the party, because otherwise then you're just... As a DM, your your goal is to punish the party, which is a bad idea. So anybody of an appropriate level for an appropriate CR, you're going to get to do a good deal of damage to, on average, as they're running through. Oh, I forgot to add my uh, plus one for being fourth level to one of my stats. Uh, and I, I will put it in con to bump that up to 16, which would have been another four hit points to my total for 39. But What was your dexterity? 12. 12, yeah. So your only odd man out is yeah. the, the Constitution. So you, you go for the quick win right there. And like if Dex was 13, yeah, i drop it on mm-hmm. that for the extra attack of opportunity. So then you get your you get your hit points, you get your, your bump to the Fortitude save, which goes up to 7. It doesn't affect feat choice at that point. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, the idea of maybe toughness is to throw down some extra hit points. Or as a fighter, you could go improve toughness because the prereq isn't toughness. The prereq is... Um, fortitude save plus two. Hmm. And then it's just one extra hit point per level. So that as you go up, you just keep getting it to run all the way. Like by a 20th level, it's an extra 20 hit points from a single feat. Assuming you live that long, and the thorn sounds like he would have been a smart enough guy to do that. He has. He doesn't have a negative modifier to his end. This is, this is true. It's <laughs> not... He's not stupid. He's simply uncouth. Yeah. All right. So any last thoughts from this exercise? Uh, it's hard making the character and trying to fill air time. So that was another thing that kind of mm-hmm. threw me off a bit. But uh, this was fun. This actually might be a character I might make use of sometime. Well, take the sheet with you. You can always back it down or build up the levels there. Uh, no wish, no wish fighters would be something interesting. Beware the thorn. Beware the thorn. All right. Uh, This was Exodus of Magic Podcast Episode 15, uh, a Gnomish Fighter speed build. Uh, We'll expect a couple more of these, and my friend Jeff and I are going to sit down after having listened to these and and, and throw some ideas or some critiques on there. Uh, With that, we're going to do a bunch of these speed builds and then critique multiple of them at the same time because you're not going to get a chance to do that with the multiple ones. Uh, who knows? We might come back with episode 16 where Dragon has me speed build a character and we see what's what. That would be interesting. So once again, this was episode 15 of the Exodus of Magic podcast. This was speed building a fighter. And we look forward to talking to you in the future. See you next time.